And we're back, everyone. I'm Matt Miller, and this is Militant Affection. And I got a lot to tell you today. And I'm just staring at myself while I record because I'm all alone. So now you get to hear tales from this all alone Maddie. <laughs> Coming in pretty good, pretty strong. I've been staring at my uh, cryptocurrencies. <laughs> you ever trade? cryptocurrencies what at the moment as we speak let's do a little bitcoin entrance to see uh so we're at 54 234 right now this is going to be good exciting news and now last night i noticed bitcoin kind of going down so i bought at 55 losing money there bought at 56135 losing money there but get this, I bought it 53. <laughs> oh shit, what was that noise? I don't know, I just hit something. That's going to be loud on the mic, I think. Bought it 53,850, 53,850. I'll send you a referral link and we both can be trading cryptocurrencies on Coinbase. I know, actually, my Ethereum's doing pretty good too, guys. <laughs> All these cryptocurrencies. Why is my, my this this computer is so loud? This is the loudest computer right now. Do I have to move it away from the mic? It's gonna record so loud. Ah, uh, that's okay. You guys are used to my audio being perfect, right? So now we got to stop the audio from being perfect and we got to transform to unperfect audio mode where I'm you can hear the computer so loudly behind us. Why is it so loud? I'm trying to talk about cryptocurrencies and I got the loudest loudest computer in the west. This is like this is like I entered a molestation house and became uh the, the key subject of being molested <laughs> it's not really a joke as so much as me just uh implying i'm in some sort of molestation house getting molested uh but uh, i got a lot to talk about today guys i don't just mean to make audio mistakes and move around my computer and speak meaningless nonsense i'm here to make you laugh and learn and become one with yourself so let's all just you know just tug your pecker a little bit right now just reach down your pants start yanking on your own knob and if you're a gal just start flipping around that old fucking clitty <laughs> and start getting silly because it's silly today it's silly how i can present you with this kind of podcast quality and you just 
take it right in your fucking ears and you're listening and I got to check to see if I'm recording still all the time because I haven't really, you know, I'm not a master of media, even though if you were to check my Instagram recently, you'd be like, this man is a master of media. Now, it would be funny if one day uh, something happens, you know, and then they, they, they check my podcast, uh, <clears throat> my podcasts, and they're like, this guy we knew was crazy this whole time with his stupid nonsense that he would record on his freaking podcast. Why did we allow this to go on? <laughs> that was the vaguest and most nothing story I just said there. I apologize. <clears throat> most of this podcast is uh, meaningless, useless banter. Did I ever tell you this story? Trying to tell you some good family stories from my past just to get you guys all riled up. I was, uh, I remember once when I was a boy, I was a child, right? And, uh, that's a classic joke I do. Um, people, it always gets a little laugh because you don't expect to say boy and child. But yeah. And my sister, my eldest sister. Okay. Sorry about that little, uh, little, I had to do a little something there, a little secret business. Now I'm back to podcast. And uh, yeah, one time uh, my sister was having a pool party and uh, she had her friends over, my oldest sister, and you know, they were looking pretty good. And I was in the, we had like a laundry room where I could, uh, you know, change out of my bathing suit and stuff. And the window went, you could see out the laundry room window onto the deck. And I remember seeing one of my eldest sister's friends. I was a young child <clears throat> just lying there with her sunglasses. And it looked like she was staring in the window and I started to undress and I allowed her to watch it. <laughs> and that's the story I'm telling you right now. You ever try to, uh, you know, you can't, I'm like, that's like when a guy flashes a, uh, That's like when a guy flashes a guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's like uh, a flashing scenario where like the person getting flashed is the criminal. <laughs> That's like, because normally the flasher is the one that, you know, should get in trouble for flashing their junk to a stranger. But if you're a child flashing your, your penis to an adult woman, then now all of a sudden that adult woman is a criminal, right? Because you can't consent to f your own flashing, but she can consent to being there. So that's what that was. Um, there's all types of bangers on this episode today for you to listen to me about all types of things. I watched that movie, The Lobster. I had started watching it before, and uh, that movie's okay. It's a lot of, like, uh, you know, it's about, like, relationships and, like, if you can't find love by a certain time, you get turned into an animal. And it's, like, all, it's, like, it's very, like, subtle, dark uh, humor. Like, uh, one of the guys is, like, caught masturbating, John C. Riley, and they stick his hand in a toaster while it's on and then like every now and then they go to the woods just to like shoot each other 
because it's just like this is what life is you're fucking you know you're just competing against your fellow man and if you're you're alone you know you shouldn't be here because we're here to make babies and start families you know we're not here to be loners uh then there's a, a nice little segment of like <clears throat> the it, have you seen this movie am i <laughs> Am I ruining it for you? Am I just speaking nonsense about nothing? And But there's a nice little sequence where it shows, like, if you gain a nice mate, like a man gains a woman, uh, the woman, or the other way around, like, the woman won't get raped. And it's just, like, show, they do, like, a little stage act where, like, one of the actors pulls down his pants and run, runs up behind the woman. And, like, she starts flailing her arms. But then when the dude's with her, the guy's not getting raped. I mean, the <laughs> I mean, she's getting raped or not getting raped. Fucked. I can't tell stories about movies. I just get confused and I get to parts about rape and I start like misunderstanding, like even how to talk about it. Um, I watched this movie. <laughs> this is Matt's Media Movie Minutes. Where I teach you about movies I just saw. Let me see. This was an I saw his A twenty four movie Minari. That's what it was called. It, that movie was okay. Minari. It was about like a little Asian family in the South. Uh, they moved from California to. Um, I think it's like I forget where. <laughs> I should really just do this whole thing of me just not knowing things about movies I just watched and like uh I just like kind of stumble through my reviews and retellings of them but no it's like this Asian family that moves from California to Arkansas which I learned it's illegal to say Arkansas wrong in Arkansas and this is a real thing you can look it up and if you're listening in Arkansas and play this audio, I will go to jail. So that's part of what will happen if you play this aloud. This should only be listened to through your ears and never don't share this with your friends. Don't tell anyone about it. Because frankly, this this pod is uh is a lot of people are texting me right now. It's really throwing up my throwing off my flow. I can barely speak straight. I haven't said a lot of words. My mom sent me these pictures of these like little like troll like families or gnomes with they have like big noses under hats because my mom likes to build things, you know. I think I, I've talked about that before, but you long term, if you go back to the first episode, you can learn more about <clears throat> my mom and me. But Minari, a Korean family, moves to Arkansas farm in search of its own American dream. And, uh, yeah, it's just like this really poor <laughs> Asian family. They moved to Arkansas. Their their job is checking chickens' privates, which is such a terrible job. You just sit all there, sit, sit, sit all day there, picking up chicks and looking at their undercarriages. I think they, they have to stick their butts on something. Oh. Excuse me. They have to stick their butts on something. To like figure out if they're male or female, and then they look at it, and then they put it in two separate crates <clears throat> because female chickens or chickens, right, are very beneficial. You know, they have meat, 
They lay eggs. They do lots of things. Roosters, the male, the male chickens don't do shit. So they just get slaughtered. You know, they get burned. They save a couple for breeding. And then the rest of them, they just get killed as babies. And that's how we manage a food supply. And that's what these people's job is in this movie, is to separate the men chickens from the female chickens. And now I would have to say chickens in a, uh, in a farm, uh, in the, in, in the farming, chickens in farming, uh, it's a matriarchy. Chickens live in a matriarchy. <laughs> um, I'm writing that down as a title. I'm actually writing down nice dick me <laughs> well that's funny like somebody's uh, like telling me a story and i was writing in a book they're like what are you writing and i just wrote nice dick me <laughs> uh but no the chickens is a matriarchy you know you're real fucked if you're a dude you have no chance of surviving but if you're a, a lady then you can live to be in a cage and make eggs and then Eventually, people will eat you and your life. I don't know how much your chickens really thinking. Maybe the life's going well. Da 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 boom, you know. Skilly doop. <laughs> uh, so I watched the movie, but that's Minari. Uh, you know, it's nice to see some, uh, you know, it's a place, a nice Korean American family. Uh, Korea is in Asia. You know, a, a nice Asian family, you know, it shows their struggles in poverty. That's, uh, you know, that's an interesting angle that you don't see a lot in movies, I think. And it just told a nice little story about a nice little boy whose heart was hurting. Nice little boy's heart is hurting. And, um, there's a crazy grandma. <laughs> This is still part of that I butcher movies while I tell you about the moment. And there's a line the boy says to the grandma, What does my piss taste like, grandma? What does my piss taste like, grandma? Because <laughs> there's one scene where like he pisses in a cup and feeds it to his grandma. So then he uses this as a, uh insult. And I'm like, how do they know about my porn search history? I love piss and grandma scenes. <laughs> oh, man. God, the good times, you know? The biggest... Uh, these people are real poor. These people are real poor. Real poor Asians. This is like the opposite of crazy rich Asians. This is poor-ass Asians. That's the real surprise is how poor these Asians are, you know? It's not the boy's heart being hurt. So the movie kind of follows <laughs> this boy whose heart hurts and the grandma moves in. And this guy, he's trying to build a farm in his backyard is the whole thing. Uh, he he makes the, he does the chicken sexing thing for money. But he's trying to start his own farm that, that only makes Korean vegetables. And he's going to use that to make money. His dream of, you know, living for himself and having his nice little family that he hugs and kisses. Oh, you know, I won't spoil the movie, but there's a, we saw at the end, there was like a question and answer and the host of it was so weird. She kept she, like one of the early things she was saying was like, cause there's two kids in the movie and she was like talking to the cast. <clears throat> God, my voice is ruined right now. Uh, she was talking, talk, um, one sec. Anyhow, sorry. I just left again to give this dog some water. <clears throat> that I'm living with, with, I can barely talk, 
<laughs> trying to keep this podcast going. I'm spitting everywhere for some reason. I have a nice pooch next to me. But she was talking to the cast about the kids, and she kept saying, like, how did you not hug them the whole time? They're just so huggable, these kids. <laughs> this woman doing the thing would just love to think about hugging children. Excuse me. I'm sorry. This one is a mess. I don't even know how long I've done. It may it may not even be that much longer. No, I gotta keep going, guys. For you, for the entertainment. Because me as a man would only bring entertainment like this if I imagine I tried harder at doing this. You know? Like ten percent harder. You guys listening would be like laughing, informed, you know. You'd be loving your life. But no, here I am stumbling around, not knowing where I'm going next. My throat <clears throat> is all messed up. I got a pooch underneath me. I keep petting him. He's a cute-ass pooch. I got, you know, I got lots of Bitcoin. We can do a quick Bitcoin check right here. Whew, look at this. Whew. Bitcoin 54, 386. I feel like it went down since the last time I checked. Okay, we're all doing good. Maddie's making money. You're making money. <laughs> I don't know how you're making money. I don't know what you do in your life. But my Bitcoin investing is making me <coughs> boatloads of money. So get out there. Live life to the fullest. Try to have some fun with your butt. You ever stick something in there? A nice little shoe or <laughs> My first example. A shoe. Oh, yeah, so I already said the Minari thing. So you ever stick a shoe up your butt, like you kick your own ass, but then while you're doing it, you accidentally get the shoe all the way in your ass? You ever do that? That's pretty fun. I don't know. I don't know what you guys do for fun. You guys don't stick shoes in your own ass and question your reality, your own mental state. It'd be funny if I was my own father listening to this. If I had a son and I listened to this, I'd be like, what is wrong with my son? My, the new thing this episode is when I try to come up with something, you know, comedy's funny because it's specific. I don't do specific. I just do exactly like the vague. What is wrong with my son? <laughs> the vaguest kind of punchline. He's talking about sticking shoes in his own ass. This dog is growling at me. I might have to pick him up. You want to come up here? You want to come up? Come on, dog. He's growling. Come on. He's too far away for me to get him. <laughs> he's very cute though I'm sorry guys I have a dog nearby and I just want to pet it so hard and I can't I can never get the hardest enough pet to the pooch I just love dogs so much I love petting them they're so cute <laughs> and I'm you know and I'm having a great day today <laughs> all right uh I watched another a24 movie I forget what it was called uh it's about some bitch, you know, and she's fucking was a Christian bitch going to a fucking take care of this old bitch. And, uh, you know, fucking she, she gives a guy a handy at one point. Um, you know what movie I'm talking about. <laughs> she's just a oh, Saint Maud. Yes. A nightmarish religious horror. Saint Maud. Dazed in digital dot com. Yeah, that movie was fine. You know, it was it was just a bunch of fucking chit, chick shit. Right, boys? 
we like to watch boy movies, not movies about chicks and how God is bad. We we will. <laughs> that was eh, that movie was fine. That movie was fine. Uh, directed by a woman, guys. So if you want to support, this is a p feminist patriarchal movie episode. Talking about the chickens, talking about a lady-directed movie, which you can tell throughout being all the women that are in it. Because <laughs> I knew because there were so many women in it that it was directed by a lady. Because men only put men in their movies. Because men uh, love men. Men are gay. <laughs> men are gay. They love to put men in their movies, and that's a patriarchal thing. To put men in your movies that you know this is a lady movie because it had ladies in it and because she jerked a guy off now you never see a guy get jerked off in a uh, a dude movie except for you know there's one movie called love that i, I really like where well, the opening scene is a dude getting jerked off but he's getting jerked off by a lady in this movie a lady jerks off a guy so that's two completely different things if you think about it well because one one of the guys is a protagonist you know, getting jerked off by a lady, and the lady is the guy is the protagonist. And this one, the lady's the protagonist, jerking off just some random guy. And then at one point, she fucks some fat slob, and like the fat slob kind of like rapes her. And I'm like, this fucking fat slob would rape her. And I'm like, why couldn't it have been a handsome man? Why does it have to be some slob raping her? Why couldn't it be a suave guy raping her? And but she doesn't really think about it because she's living in this wackadoo christian world this is saint Maud we're talking about and uh and then she goes on with her life i'm just gonna spoil the whole movie you're never gonna fucking see it <laughs> um she uh she goes back to this old bitch <laughs> that she's taking care of <laughs> I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry. This is this is a really messy movie ep. <laughs> the messy movie ep. And uh she, she, the old woman is like I'm the devil. But she doesn't say that, but she starts doing like the demonic voice and pushing her away. And then she stabs the old woman to death and then you realized, well even before that she was having like all these hallucinations hallucinations and they're all hallucinations i can't even say that fucking word right now my throat's so fucked up uh, hallucinations hallucination i can't even say it but anyhow whole time she's having hallucinations <laughs> i'm such an idiot and uh thinking that devil shit's happening but it really isn't happening and then like she like goes to the beach and dumps like fire stuff on her and light herself on fire thinking like people are praying to her but they're actually like uh terrified and like she actually lights herself on fire and it isn't like she thought it was going to turn her into an angel lighting her herself on fire but instead she's just this burning woman and that's how it ends and uh you know it was fine it had a lot of cool shots in it you know cool sh cin cinematography you like to see you know and it uh it was short uh you know there, there you go um yeah watching you know adam curtis i'm watching his latest doc can't get you out of my head or what what the fuck it's called <laughs> what is the latest adam curtis doc called i'm a docman adam curtis 
Adam Curtis Dockman. Um, career. What year is it, everyone? 2021. Can't get you out of my head. It's pretty good. Um, tells a lot about conspiracies and like, uh, like how groups, like social groups try to come up like the, the Black Panthers and like, as an example, in the, in the U.S., Fucking, I'm, I can't even explain shit right now. <laughs> There's like a, a guy named Michael X who like uh, took his name. He was like a British Malcolm X and he actually got his name from Malcolm. And uh, yeah, it just shows a lot of protests, social rights groups, and then like conspiracy stuff and like world leaders and like communism and capitalism and like. Da, da, da. I'm like four episodes in. It's pretty great. And, uh, you know, let me, let me, uh, it's even hard to describe what's happening, but I'm like, I know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm just watching how it's the movies is like his documentaries are all like how evil people are, but kind of in a nice fun way. And they're fun to watch. He's got a little British, British accent over them, and you learn a little bit about, you know, capitalism, <laughs> you know, you, you know what you learn about capitalism and psychology and things. Uh, the Guardian's Lucy Mangan gave the series five out of five stars and called it dazzling and a dense, ambitious tribute, uh, tri triumph. Sarah Carson of the I Also Rated Can't Get Out of My Head five out of five stars, describing it as a terrifying and a masterpiece. Ed Cumming, who gave the series five out of five stars, called it fascinating and disorienting. Serves the aim to show how radical movements emerging after the Second World War, war World War, <laughs> were neutralized and co-opted by the establishment, determined to maintain the status quo. Oh yeah, so there's like one point where like the the Black Panthers are planning something. And it's revealed that all the top guys, all the top people, were. <laughs> I had to, I had to reword myself there. All the top guys, all the top people. <laughs> it's a real podcast filler. That's how you. That's how you get a ten minute episode. Make it fifty five minutes with that kind of talk. But uh, it was revealed that all the top people were actually secret agents from the government. Can you believe that? And they were planning shit, and they were like, planning all the awful shit. And like, I forget, there's something funny. They're like, this, the government people did all the hard work. Like they said in a quote, the people that were act, the people like in the Black Panthers that weren't the secret agents were just like quoted as being like, yeah, we got shit to do. So like, they didn't do any of that. They they were gonna do like the, the bombing and stuff, but they weren't the ones like talking about doing it. Like the, it was all inside planned, and the and the one of the main ladies was Tupac's mom, so you get to learn these kind of knowledge, these kind of knowledge. I am literally the worst speaker. I have I have never recorded a podcast. This is episode ninety nine, and I can barely get words out. I'm uh you know uh, but <laughs> it was just interesting to hear, and it just makes me wonder how many government you know, like, uh, The Departed, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, but, like, secret agents, spy, government people entering organizations, 
you know, the gaining their trust and then exposing them. But how much manipulation? It would be funny if it was found out that, uh, I mean, you could, some could argue, maybe even I would argue, that all sort of violence is orchestrated by the government. <laughs> what if the, the government, like, I'm trying to think of, like, famous, like, the government uh like oj's an undercover government agent who turned out to be a football star tv star and murderer's wife i don't know what the government would get out of that but like if it's real revealed right before he dies that like oj was actually set up he was a government agent <laughs> oj simpson that is i don't know if i said that um all right so yeah i'm watching that i've been checking out bitcoin I got a dog. I'm looking at my fucking notes. I wrote them on a credit card statement I have. And uh, that's all the notes I got. So at this point, we're going into story time. <laughs> story minutes. There once was a fox, right? He was walking along. And then a big, you know, kind of a, a rhinoceros went near the fox and it started looking at the fox and the fox is walking and he was like what is this rhinoceros doing near me and the rhinoceros was just like oh, fuck you buddy uh why are you looking at me just because i'm a big horned beast and the fox is just like no it's just there's a little bit of soot on your fucking horn there's a little soot and the rhinoceros is just like I'm a fucking uh, chimney sweep. I do uh, chimneys, <laughs> and the and the fox is like, how how would you fit your fat ass rhinoceros body in there? And he's like, why do you, you don't have to be so rude? And the, and the fox is like, I'm sorry, I was just uh, you know I just had a couple of fox brews back at old fox tavern, and the rhinoceros rhinoceros is like, I understand, you know I I've been to fox tavern. And then the fox is like, what? There's a there's a sign up front that says no rhinoceros. It's like a racist kind of animal animal tavern. And then the, the rhinoceros is like, I know, I just fucking, I dressed up like a fox that day. And he's like, how could you, a rhinoceros, uh, pass being a fox? Like, maybe you wear a giant fox suit. But like, how would you even know the fox lingo? And he's like, I'm, I've been studying foxes, you know, I've been figuring them out. I've been listening to the little chatter, like, hey, 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 I'm a fox. Let's go in a tunnel. Let's talk to another fox. Whoop, 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 whoop. I've been studying all the foxes, you know, I've been smelling them. I've been wearing their scent. And then as it turns out at the end of the story, the uh, rhinoceros is actually a, a fox in rhinoceros clothing. And the fox is actually a, uh, a rhinoceros in fox clothing. <laughs> Imagine that for a story. Guys, hello, anyone there? Podcast, hello. Imagine that as a story. A little animal switch up. And we all have happy, great times until we all die. Now, this is the point of the podcast where you jerk that little prick of dingus again. <laughs> This is, you know, it's funny, it's just children, maybe child is listening to this right now. And I don't think I'm, this is like one of those things where like, if a child listens to it, are you at fault? If I go jerk a little prick of dingus, that's intended for uh, mature consenting adults. That's not even, that's intended for adults older than 25. 
that's where I start my maturity level, 25. If you're younger than 25 and I tell you to jerk your little perkadingus to my sexy-ass voice, you better be older than 25 or you got to stop listening. But if you're under than 25, you can continue listening. You just can't jerk your little perkadongo because I can't even begin to think about that kind of horrid shit, you know? Bitcoin. I'm just staring at my fucking portfolio on Coinbase right now. Like I'm about to surpass like a dollar amount. I'm 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 like I'm about to surpass eighteen hundred dollars. Now granted, that's not all profit. There's a lot that's a lot of my own money, but I'm not even sure how much profit I have, but I know it's good. And I'm at like seventeen ninety eight fifty three and I'm just like, just go up to eighteen hundred. Just fucking do it my default portfolio. I just want to see that. And if you're ever wondering about my finances, yeah, that's right. I got $1,800 worth of Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Chainlink. So you can suck my dick. As long as you're 25 plus. <laughs> as we established earlier. Um, Damn, it keeps getting so close than going back down. The problem with, like, uh, I trade stocks too and do crypto is like i'm completely addicted to it i learned that boys you know men you know uh, masculineness is like gambling is a big problem with men and boys I, it's gonna be a problem with women but it's a big problem with men and boys and like <laughs> men and boys is how i refer to uh men and boys is uh yeah i'm like addicted to looking at this money go up and down and look at the charts and investing you know, working on my financial future. And um, I just stare at it all day. I just check my phone and it's really, you know, it's it's probably not good for you. You know, you can't just be looking at your wealth, adding up, becoming rich. You got to do other things with yourself. I watched, uh, they had the GameStop hearing for like the, the GameStop thing, which if you've listened, you know, I'm a big supporter of it and i i actually lost money on gamestop i i left my position i know i have paper hands on that but i couldn't keep losing money it was too low but i i left at like under 40 so i i wrote it pretty low i wrote it so low <laughs> and uh i ended up losing money on that even though i had won money so fuck you guys no no i'm all for it um but i watched the congressional hearing where they were talking to uh like vlad from robin hood if you don't know and like the guy from reddit and then there's the guy wall street bets guy this guy named deep fucking value who was on there who was like who started the shorting of GameStop? We we just passed eighteen hundred. Your boy's rich, <laughs> but he started the shorting of GameStop a while ago, and like he said his little meme things, like one of the Wall Street bets things of like I like the stock, like they're they're not manipulating stock because they just they just like the stock, and they aren't manipulating stock. They are uh, they are fine, and I could have made money on GameStop if Robinhood didn't manipulate it. Guys, take that fucking robin hood this is late in the podcast i'm fucking bringing it to you to anyone know robin hood's um twitter account account tell them matt miller real fucking hates them because i could have made some big old money on gamestop i'm under 1800 right now but anyhow i watched the congressional hearing and they kept asking so what happened was uh robin hood stopped being able to buy GameStop on a, on a Thursday, Friday, 
you couldn't, or I think it was one whole day, and then the next day you could buy like one share. They, they made it so you can only sell GameStop. Thus, the price went down. And then there's a bunch of other jargon. But I guess they, they you know, they, uh, yeah, I keep saying, you know. But they were involved with this other group, Citadel, who was a big investor in Robinhood, who was also shorting GameStop. Um, so they thought there was some uh, insight, like some uh, manipulation so the stock would go down. And then Melvin Capital was the big hedge fund that got shorted. But the congressional congressional hearing was about whether or not the stock was manipulated so it would go down. And obviously it was if you can't buy the stock. If you can't if so many, like more than Robinhood did it, I think Webull did it. So many different brokers made it so you can't buy the stock. <clears throat> That's manipulation of the stock. I sound like a fucking idiot. That's manipulation. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so fuck them. But I'm addicted to this shit. <laughs> Anyhow, that's the meaning of everything I'm saying, if this makes any sense to you. Um, so that's a little 1801, baby. 1801. It's a little into my life, you know. Uh, oh, and the big thing is, like, fucking all the House of Representatives people and the congressmen and women. They just ask terrible questions. They just like watching it was such like it shows how much so stupid people in government is are. One one guy, I'm not gonna say he was old, but he was an old fuck. <laughs> was just like, what, this is gonna ruin our financial institutions. What's happening? The stock going up so high like that? How do you how do you fit how do you feel about that? <laughs> like that was like his question. He's like, we gotta make sure to keep our financial institutions together. <laughs> and it's just like, this guy speaks nonsense. What do you mean our financial institutions? What does this have to do with anything? And it's just like, that's how the government works, is people that speak loudly and clearly with words like financial institutions as the people that run things and represent us. There was another woman that was talking about like, puerto rico getting shorted and it's like oh yeah i remember when puerto rico was a stock that got shorted <laughs> and no one asked any right questions the whole thing was fucking dumb and uh you know i watched it though and i'm now the best man in town <laughs> i don't know what the fuck that's how i end that story and i'm now the best man in town <laughs> nah fuck well guys I really think I did enough. I think we really, I really got, I really got into it. So that's enough for you guys. Episode 100 next week. Maybe I'll do something special or maybe it will just be my normal shit. So fuck you. I love you. <laughs> I'm at Matt, at Matt Miller Real on everything. MattMillerComedy.com. There's some merch there. I love you. <laughs> Something I don't say to my mom. All right, guys. Now I sound like a little boy. Uh, goodbye.